This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Coming up at the Santon Theatre in the Square, Dupria Strauss and Daphne Kuhn present Dreamland, the best Disney songs and stories like you've never heard them before. And just so you know, Dupria Strauss is a music director, TV theater and producer, composer, lyricist, writer, orchestra conductor, and TV personality. For the past 14 years, Dupria has been co-music director and orchestra conductor for Disney's The Lion King musical in eight countries. Dupria, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. We have to start off with The Lion King. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, sometimes I wonder if people really like me or they just talk to me because they know I've been working for Lion King for 14 years. Yeah, it's, I'm just looking here. The highest rated animated movie ever. Okay. It's been performed around the world for 13 years and become the most popular show in musical theater history. What is it about The Lion King? Do you know what? It's actually topped itself since that that you just read. It is now the undisputed most successful work of art in any medium in the history of the world. Far bigger than any movie, far bigger than any pop star. Isn't that crazy? More than a 100 million people have now seen The Lion King theater production. That is unbelievable. Now, tell me about your role in that theater production. I'm associate music director and orchestra conductor. Um, there's so many shows. Oh, my word. It's eight or nine every week. So when we work, we really work. And I've probably done this show more than 1,200 times. Give or take 100. I've lost count, you know. But the magic that 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 remains so beautiful and so fresh in every single performance is at the very beginning – the circle of life, when all these life-size animals come down the aisles through the audience, I have to look back as conductor, you know, to conduct the wildebeest as well. And they, they have to sing in time like everybody else. And always I see the audience faces, grown men crying, toddlers trying to climb out of their seats, grandparents trying to hold them back. It's incredible. And then I always realize, no matter how many thousands of times I do the show, it's somebody's first time. And we all remember that first time that we saw Lion King, either the movie or the musical. So 13 years in lots of countries. Is it received differently in different countries? It's exactly the same show all over the world, and it is received exactly the same. We go to countries where people cannot even speak English. When I'm in South Korea or in Kaohsiung, Taiwan, I can't speak to anybody, but when that show starts, everybody's on board, you know, sometimes with subtitles, but they sing along the English words, like, I don't know if they know what they're singing, but it's just like every single person in the world is crazy about it. Why? Do you know what The Lion King, but Disney in general, and I've devoted a large part of my life to Disney, which is why I'm bringing this Disney show to Joburg. It's just part of me. Disney is now 99 years old. And if you ask me, it's not going to go anywhere. That magic formula that Disney has found that is always uplifting, always healthy, always positive stories and entertainment in the most charming way. They seem to top themselves all the time. And when I put together this Dreamland show of mine, I had to choose, like, how many of my favorite Disney songs can I fit into 70 minutes? So I, I Googled the top 50 most popular Disney shows, and it really did bring nostalgia back to me because you've got everything from 
Bed knobs and broomsticks. Do you remember that? Oh my word! Mary Poppins, Frozen. Then the the modern ones, the Pocahontas, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Peter Pan. Do you remember the Aristocrats? Oh my word! That takes me Tarzan, back. Bambi, The Jungle Book. I mean, this is what we all grow up on. Exactly. And you know, the most magical part about it is that every single person from every generation has some of those movies that they grew up with. At our age, I think of the movies from the 90s, because that's when I was young. The kids stream to the stage after my show, Dreamland, and they come and tell me, Uncle Dupree, I want to tell you what my favorite part was. And it's not always the songs I remember from my childhood. It's the newest songs, and I rem- and I realized then, no matter how old you are, you grow up with Disney. Every single one of us has that story to tell. Even though it's different shows, different movies, different songs, we're all Disney fans because we all grow up with it. So at some level, I'm just thinking back on fairy tales. We grow up on fairy tales. Disney takes many of the stories that we already know as children and and dramatizes, or not dramatize, romanticize, I don't know what the right word is there, mm. but um, brings it to life, magicalizes it, if I can make up my own word. Um, it, it's, it's those stories that actually maybe talk to us as humans. That is exactly right. And you know, that's exactly what I wanted to explore in the storyline of Dreamland. Because my director friend on Lion King once told me, do you even know that all Disney stories are based on the same story structure? And I was like, what? And he said, yes, it's called the hero's journey. You can Google it. All these heroes have to go through more or less the same thing. They have to leave home. They either either run away from something or run towards something. But only after they've left home can they learn something new, become stronger, deeper, wiser, in order to eventually come back to their loved ones to now mean more to the people they care about the most than they ever could have meant if they never left home in the first place. That strikes every single human on such a deep level. We've all been through that in some way. If you've ever left home to go to your first day of big school or even the crash or whatever, we know what it means like, what, what, what that means to you. And if you've ever had to emotionally leave a loved one behind, same thing. So I think you've actually now explained to me why The Lion King is then the most popular. Because in a way, it's that story at its simplest. Exactly. It's a, the circle of life. And it's most prominent in all of, all of the movies that Simba had to leave home, become stronger, in order to come back to be king. So we're going to take a break. This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm talking to Dupria Strauss, who, together with Daphne Kuhn, is presenting Dreamland, the best Disney songs and stories like you've never heard them before. Dupria, if we are going to go and see Dreamland, what can we expect? You know what? It started out as me just, you know, coming home after 14 years of doing Lion King all over the world. And I felt like it was just so much more than a geographical, physical homecoming for me. It's a complete emotional homecoming for me. Because, I mean, I've been on my hero's journey of my very own, you know, trying to get out of Bloom where I grew up. I felt stifled, like my music and my art was just not valued there as much as I wanted it to be. And then for the next 20 years, I spent, you know, traveling the world with Lion King. So I got that opportunity, just like the heroes in all the other Disney movies, to leave home, become stronger, wiser, learn to really accept who you are in 
all of its facets. And then to come home and to bring my gift of Disney that, that Disney gave to me, that changed my life. To bring that gift to the people, you know, from Gauteng, where I originally grew up. It's like a complete You're from homecoming. Pretoria, aren't you? Originally. Was born in Pretoria. So me too. So we have something there in common as well. You know. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. So, so what people can expect is not just me, you know, telling Disney stories like you've never heard them before, but also weaving my own story in there. Because all the plot points in the hero's journey, all these heroes that have to leave home, become stronger and then come back, is completely the story of my life with my travels um, around the globe. And what I'm doing with these stories is that excites people so much is that I'm telling different um, Disney stories as if they're happening at the same time because the same thing happens to all these heroes. So as Moana's raft passes by over the Pacific Ocean in the glistening morning sun, hundreds of meters below the surface at that exact moment, a little mermaid called Ariel stares up at Moana's raft passing by and also dreams about leaving her home one day. All these stories fit together, but you've never heard them like that before. Indeed. And um, Dupria, the music, we've spoken about the stories of Disney. We haven't yet spoken about the music. And that is what makes it as well. I mean, the songs are singing, you sing long after. In fact, that's Often what remains. Exactly. How do you decide on which songs, which musical, which story? <laughs> My show started with 50 songs and it's now down to only 13 that I could fit into one show length. But, you know, I just went with my heart. I really went with my heart. And the idea with Dreamland was to strip away all the visuals and the lyrics. It's just me on piano. So it's kind of like, to some people, it might look like an elaborate classical piano concert. But to the kids, it's something completely different. And I wanted to strike both these genres together, make some kind of a crossover that everybody, turns out, loves. And... um the, the the great thing about all of it is that when you take away the visuals and the lyrics, I draw the audience attention to listen in the music to how the music is telling you how you should feel, how the music itself without words or pictures is itself telling the story. Wow. And that makes people realize that these songs that they think think they know by heart they've never heard the music only stripped away to its most purest beautiful form and they find something new in it that they've never found before you were the orchestra conductor so you know your music you know what to look for how do you bring your audience along oh, you know what to be a music director and an orchestra conductor is is the only job I found in the world that can take over my whole brain, my heart, and my body at the same time. If you're not present 100% with your whole being, ha, you may as well forget. You can go home. So on the one side, it's so technical. Like I have to follow something like 3,000 cues just to get through the show. You know, my little conducting stick has to give 3,000 exact cues. Otherwise, something goes wrong in the show. But that stick, you swing from the heart. And if you ever forget that, you feel lose, you feel how you're losing your audience. You can always come back from that. But it's just so much better to never lose a grip on that audience. And it's a wonderful thing to take people on a journey like that. I feel so privileged. Wow. So, okay. So can I give the details of that show? Sure. 
Okay, so it is at the Santon Theatre on the Square. It's taking place from the 7th to the 19th of February. You can phone the Santon Theatre on the Square with a wonderful Daphne Kuhn will book your tickets for you, or you can book online. CompuTicket is the place to go. CompuTicket is the place to go. Um, Dupriya, thank you very much for joining me. Um, I don't know if we've got 13 seconds to play out with more music or not, Craig. Well, what's your, uh, but oh, bef- before we do that, I should probably say goodbye firstly to you. Thank you very much. That was um, Dupree Strauss, who is uh, doing the show Dreamland at the Theatre on the Square.